This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. You are now in the pocket with Covell Hudson. How's it going, pocket heads? It's December 4, 2023, the day after a Sunday night football game that was, to put it in light words, underwhelming. If you were a Packers fan, then it was, then you were, then it was an overwhelming victory. It was an overwhelming game. But the Chiefs were very underwhelming yesterday. And since, you know, we are based in Kansas City, over the park, but you know, same thing. Kansas City, metro area, that that's who we're talking about today. And, um... Yeah, so we're going to talk about some of the Chiefs. We're going to talk about the the rest of the AFC because I think this puts the Chiefs probably third. Third or something like that, I, I believe, is what I when I was looking at it. And there's nothing wrong with third. Five years ago, we'd be ecstatic for third. We We would be, you know, like, yeah, we would think we were going places because we had been tormented for all those years before. But fourth – the Chiefs are fourth in the AFC right now, and it was something that we've been talking about on this show. Even going into last year, there's no team that can beat the Chiefs but the Chiefs. If you look into the Chiefs' losses this season, there's like besides the Broncos, but that was a weird one. I still feel like they could have got up and done better than that one, but Mahomes was sick. But for the most part, all these games were games that they should have won but for whatever reason, didn't. And so, like, Detroit, it was missed passes. I mean, it was missed catches. It was drop balls. And it was we were missing Chris Jones and we were missing Travis Kelsey. That, and we lost by one point. So, you know, that wasn't strictly football. That was personnel. That was business. That was an aging great tight end. <laughs> you know, just the ground yeah, the, the ground sometimes will get you when you're over the age of 28, you know. I'm 34. Sometimes my pillow gets me, you, you know. Sometimes I'm laying in the bed. I'll lay on the pillow, and I have a sharp pain. And that's because I am over 28 years old, you know. But so what, what was the other loss? Our second loss was against the Broncos. And that one, but we still could have won that game because the Chiefs for the last four years in the Mahomes era, they like to get down and then fight their ways back. You know, that's why I think if we were to do a study, if we was to do a study that said, you know, that checked the heart rates of everybody in Kansas City during, you know, during the season, everybody's heart rate is a bit higher because the Chiefs like to just play games and, like, let people stay with them. But, um, oh, yeah, and I never – yeah, well, I am Covell Hudson. And – Producing Kyle Collier. Yes. Ty – Typhoon Panda, the second guy over here that's usually here, giving his great cogent analysis <laughs> for the most Very part. Very concise. Very concise. Yeah, he is out in Vegas. Yeah, he is on the road. He's got some shows to do. So, yes, let's, let's, I'll give a hand for out here working. He's out on the Chiefs Hater World Tour. That's what he's doing. He's on the Chiefs Hater World Tour. And, you know, he has to hate on the Chiefs for the Chiefs to win like like I told him, you saw yeah in the text message. I told him, you know, like you wasn't talking loud enough, you wasn't saying enough, you didn't do enough. 
and he calls himself a Chief fan. You know, let me get on here and see if he's watching this thing. But I have a few, like, before I give my thoughts on it, Kyle, what do you? What, what was your immediate takeaway from the game? The surface level takeaway that I have is the the Chiefs were outplayed, plain and simple, out hustled the, and they looked slower than the Packers last night on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and and young, I mean, what's his name? Their quarterback. Wow, Jordan yeah. Love. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. He looked like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers putting one. <laughs> You know, That's he, what Collinsworth kept trying to tell you on the broadcast. And it was, and you know, he bugs me when he, you know, because he starts, he gushes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, somebody play. You know, that's how you play football. Yeah. You know? One, one. He can. One guy can make one throw, and he'll go. That's the way Brett Favre used to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how football is supposed to be played. Yeah. Like I wish I could do it. Like Ty does yeah, it. Ty's got a great, great impression. No, I, I can't do it. But, but yes, like, what were you saying? No, it's just that. From the get-go, from the opening kickoff, the Chiefs didn't look like they wanted it as much. The Packers were the better team, and that's just my overall takeaway. And it's gross to say. Yeah, I know. It's gross to have to say. So, in Patrick Mahomes' career, how many what, how many years in is he in, in this thing? Uh, first year was 2018. Let's pull this up here. So, yeah, so he's... You said 2017? 18. 18, okay. You know, it's so hard to look at stats nowadays. It used to be easy. You can just click it, go there. Yeah. and But now they send you through all these things and ads and all this other stuff. <laughs> Let me find it. Let me find it. Long story short, <laughs> while I'm trying to find. So in seven years in the league, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. This is his fifth, six year starting, right? Yes, but it's year seven because he didn't start the first correct, year. Correct. Okay. So I could have done all this research before, yeah, and not had to figure it out live on air. But right. you know, hey, <laughs> hey, this is what we're gonna do. It. This is how we're doing it. Uh, yeah, twenty seventeen was the year he sat behind Alex Smith. Yes, played and ar- that final game in Denver. And arguably, they said there were grumblings in the building that if they sit Alex Smith and play Mahomes, we we could have won the Super Bowl that year. <laughs> like they they were really talking about it, but. Alex Smith was such a great guy, <laughs> you know what I mean, and that was his team. Now and, hold on, I'll defend Alex Smith. That year, mm-hmm. he was putting up a career year. That's still his no, best year. Yeah, he played out of his mind mm-hmm. because he knew he had <laughs> yeah. Patrick Levon Mahomes behind him. Yeah, he's like, "Uh oh, my playoff team mm-hmm. just traded up to yes. get <laughs> a quarterback." Yes, it was almost like Aaron Rodgers when they drafted Jordan Love. Right, he had his MVP season. Uh huh. And the only reason uh, Alex Smith didn't get MVP that year is because he just couldn't throw the ball deep. Like he threw the more, like he matter of fact, I think he like led the league in deep balls that year. So yeah, no, his uh, oh brother, what the explosive plays statistic? Alex Smith was near the top that year. Yes, yes, and that was just Andy Reid putting together his playbook that he was gonna use for balls. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, but but that's the stuff that he been he wanted to do. He's yeah. always wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. He just never had the horse to be able to, you yeah. know, didn't have the horsepower. That's, yeah. yeah. But this um, so yes, six years as a starter. Yeah, six years as a starter. He has two Super Bowl MVPs. He has two league MVPs. Mm-hmm. He did he throw the most touchdowns in a season? Not the record. Yeah, because that's still Peyton. Yeah. I believe. But, but he yes. did throw 50. He threw 50 when people wasn't expecting it. Right. 
he like people weren't expecting six years into the league for him to be for him to have two Super Bowl two Super Bowls two Super Bowl MVPs and two MVPs for the season and just to be known as the best quarterback ever yeah but but Mahomes' life has changed so much since coming into the league you know so. He came in, there was little expectations. I mean, it was high expectations. But where were Yeah, we? because he was a first round pick and uh yeah. uns- he took over the job for Alex Smith, who was a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. He was a great he was a good quarterback. Yeah. And and you know what? If you would have talked to Chiefs fans in twenty seventeen or even twenty eighteen, said we're gonna drive this quarterback and in the next six years you would have two AFC championship uh, appearances. Just two. Not even a Super Bowl win. Yeah, we'd have been on that like stank on. Yeah, poop. sign me up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we we would took we would we would take it. But what am I saying? Where's my point here? So yeah, we would have said we would have taken. So like, as Kansas City Chiefs fans, they had low expectations as what we were expecting. We were just hoping him to not be a bum. Yeah, just hoping him to not be disappointing. But so you, you go from that time. To now, Chiefs fans that I've known my whole life that have just been like, we we came within five points and they were happy about it. Or now we should have won that game by twenty points, thirty yeah. points. Yeah. So now there's expectations, and expectations are heavy to hold sometimes, a lot of times. And you know, not and on top of the expectations, he's a full family man now. He has two kids, you know, and that that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of you know. It's hard to now. I have to be a dad full time and I have to be football. You, you know what I mean? It's yeah. hard to balance it. And on top of that, his buddy, his 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 best friend, his main chick, as Tyreek Hill would call him, uh <laughs> Travis Kelsey, his yeah. main chick friend or whatever, Travis Kelsey, is dating Taylor Swift. So now his wife, Patrick Mahomes' wife, is friends with Taylor Swift. That's just a whole different life. So to be able to have life change in that way. Oh, yeah, and he's a half a billion dollar man. Yeah. So to have all those things happen and to be attached to your name, every time he steps on the field, there's expectations. Every time they're down in the fourth quarter, they're expecting something great. Anytime it's third down, everybody's expecting something great. I'm guilty. You know, when I'm expecting a great play and then he does just some simple toss, that, you know, I'm like, come on, Patrick. I know it's third and 24. We've seen you do more. Come on, what what are you doing? And, and you know, so, and I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is the issue here because he's not. If we didn't have Patrick Mahomes, we'd probably be, wow, yeah. What team would we be? We'd be the Bills. Which, and if we didn't have Patrick Mahomes, we'd be happy with. Just, just you know, I remember just saying, just put us in the conversation, just mention us. But. So I'm I'm saying all that to say it is his life is different. It's hard to sustain greatness when people are expecting greatness and doing everything to stop greatness. So his first two years in the league, he had the most deep balls, right? I don't know the whole stats. He had the most deep passes. He went down the field yeah. all the time. No, he was the leader of the most explosive offense in the league. Yes. And then so that's the first two and a half years. The last two and a half years People have, you know, defense are playing differently. They're they're staying up top. They're making them throw it underneath. They're like, you can beat us that underneath all day. We're just not going to let you beat beat us up top. But Mahomes was able to figure that out and adjust 
and then be a check down guy and then yeah. just be great when he has to. So he's made that adjustment. So now the next adjustment is a, is progressing in life, you know? Like, you, you, yeah, once again, you have to be a good dad because there's LeBron James as a dad and then there's Michael Jordan as a dad and as a great player. You, you know what I mean? Like, Patrick Mahomes definitely seems like he's more toward the LeBron as a dad. And he didn't have to be all the way, but he just don't want to be to that Michael Jordan level. Yeah, I'm, I've heard somebody be like, how's your kids, Michael? Who? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's his kids. How's your how how's your dad? Ugh, I don't know. ESPN said he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, so there's changes in life. And, you know, like even what year was it? I don't remember what year it was. But you remember when we had a we had a it was a few ugly games. It was maybe twenty nineteen, maybe twenty twenty. I think we lost two games in a row. And I think it was the Colts that last game. But it looked like Patrick Mahomes wasn't on the same page with his offensive line. It was his one play specifically where he got hit and nobody helped him up or whatever, you know. And and he adjusted and changed out of that. So I'm saying all this to say, I believe he's gonna figure it out. Because right now, he looks uneasy. He looks he looks uncomfortable. And whether that is yeah. old man Donovan Smith up there, at every every time he moves, he looks like he's grunting, doesn't it? <laughs> every time he moves, it looks like it hurts. But he, he's he's still quick. He can still do his thing. But he but every time I look at him, it looks like it hurts. And that's who's protecting Patrick Mahomes' left side. I liked what we saw from Wanye Morris. Yeah, you know, he yeah. didn't he wasn't he didn't do anything great, but he didn't do anything bad. It wasn't no glaring Yeah. He, hole he was there. strong in the in the run game when he when he did take over. Uh that that was, you know, something some of the film experts on Twitter noticed is Wanya Morris, great run blocker. Yes. Yes. And that's yeah, that's not Donovan's thing. Even when he was not creaking around. <laughs> And, and, like, not even to be disrespectful. <laughs> you you know what even. I mean? But <laughs> not even to be disrespectful. Ryan Donnelly, he said he runs around too much and hold it too long. Now that's his issue. Plus, MVS is garbage. We can't defend him anymore. And, and you know, like, there, there has been nobody defending MVS more than me. <laughs> from last year, from when he first got here, even when Juju was here, I was like, they need to give MVS the ball more. They're not yeah. using him right. <laughs> They know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> those Chiefs, those Chiefs, no ball. Well, some sort of. Yeah. Because I thought they should have been throwing him the ball more. I think. I, what did I call for? Twelve hundred yards at the beginning of the year. Yeah, you said he's he was going over a thousand, and Ty and I, we rightfully made fun of you for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if he's going to get a thousand more yards in his career, man. No. Good lord. Yeah. And he he got pass interfered on that last play. He did, but. Shouldn't have been in that situation to need their technically, call. Technically, that ball was thrown to MVS, so technically it's not catchable. Good call. <laughs> I mean, if we're looking at it under that scope, yes, yes. But uh, but but yes. So like, Mahomes looks uncomfortable, and like I said, that pick that was to Sky Moore. I was looking at it. And I was trying to find reasons to blame it on Sky Moore. I was trying my best to find reasons. I think you still can. No, it's definitely not. bad looking throw. And he admitted, you know, yes. post game that yes, it, he but should have back shouldered it. Uh, he definitely should have back shouldered yeah. it. But you, you got to be able to see that safety, and and you can blame Sky more a little bit because he was 
Yeah, he stopped. He turned he, around. He and turned slowed around down and let him know that the ball was coming to him yeah. in the air in this oh, area. Oh, there it is. Yes. So he went and got it, and even like have some more awareness, Sky Moore. Hit him. Hit him. Just hit him. Like okay, what, what was my point here? What what was I talking about? Okay, that throw to which one? The MVS throw or Sky Moore? The Sky Moore throw. That was just a bad throw. Yeah, I you agree. can't throw that ball. You know the defender's there, and if he was a regular dude, then I wouldn't even be saying this. But mm-hmm. he's been shown that he's prolific. He sees the field differently. Yeah. So like, you can't make that throw. And now we're getting about one bad pick a game. And I don't think it's nothing that we're gonna that we need to be concerned about, but it is something that's happening. You know? Yeah. So like, yeah, the uh, his Mahomes' turnovers have been up this year. Yes. But he's so good that he can kind of make you forget about it. He can kind of make up for it. Definitely. But when we have when you have young receivers, when you have two injuries to important guys on defense, you know, when you're down to your third string running back and you I mean uh linebacker and you essentially got Ben Neiman out there running with the ones again. Yeah. yeah. Um you you got to you can't make those mistakes. And I, and and I'm sure he, and he knows it. He says it in his press conferences, yeah. but he's like a robot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, he's got the coach speak manual. He's he translates that thing well. Yes, he in does. The press conference. Yes, rooms. he does. But um, yes. So my my point here is, it feels like I'm rambling. Like I thought I told you I might do. I think yeah. So I'm not I'm not oblivious here, <laughs> but I believe he's gonna figure it out. I believe this is a after the second Super Bowl. I think it's fair to have to readjust some things. And like I said, I, and like we said it before, this is a rebuilding year still. It's rebuilding. I believe that Patrick Mahomes is going to figure it out. But having no expectations to having the highest expe- expectations is is a tough thing to have to deal with. Uh, I gave you an example. When I first started doing comedy, people didn't know who I was. They didn't know what was going to happen. And then I'd go on stage and, you know, magic would happen. Because, you know, <laughs> na- naturally – you, you know, what, what Step Brothers, remember he said when I sing, it's like, um, it's, it's a mix of Fergie and Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm not going to speak to that. I'm not going to say it as that. But magic happened. And then, you know, after a few times, magic kept happening. So I metaphorically won two Super Bowls yeah. <laughs> and two MVPs. On stage. There you on go. On stage. On stage. So what happened was. Now I start coming into venues, I start going to shows, and people are expecting not, let's see what this guy can do. Yeah, they're expecting a, to, to be wowed. Right? Yes, yes, exactly. Because before it was just, wow, he has a great jawline. Wow, his shoulders are so manly. Wow, his posture is, <laughs> his posture is, is just fabulous. And then I get to telling jokes, and they're like, wow, and he's funny. But now is that yeah. is that Jesus on the stage? <laughs> exactly, black Jesus, if anything. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, but yes. So then I started doing shows, and I felt it. I started going to mics. I started doing shows, and and guys would put out their cigarette and come inside to see what I'm about to talk about. You know, the feminists were outside and say, "Hey, I've heard about this guy. Let me go see what he's got." You know, usually. Like, when I used to tell all my wild jokes, the feminist was outside. So then the feminist came inside because they heard, you know. So, so like, 
and just to be clear, I didn't, you know, I didn't throw a whole bunch of picks. You know, I did I figured it out pretty quick. Yeah. But it's a different it's different going into the game when and matter of fact, even when I started doing comedy, I was single. I was I was wild out here in these streets. But now I'm I'm a family man. So now, you know, I'm getting back on the road in twenty twenty four and you know, I'm worried about if I'm still gonna be funny. You know, like <laughs> I yeah. Like I like am I still gonna be funny? Like when I'm not, you know, when I'm happy, like what? I've been I've been trying to stay away from my happiness because happiness takes away funny. But anyway, <laughs> I, I I figured it out before. I'm going to figure it out. I believe Patrick Mahomes is going to figure it out. And like I said, yeah, that was long and ranty, but I think I got the point there. And yeah. everybody see, this is my notepad. Usually my notepad is full, <laughs> but this is my notepad today. But But does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. He's got, from Chiefs fans especially, Patrick Mahomes got the weight of the world on his shoulders. The weight right? of the world, yes. It's and He's got a, His wife's got a stadium being built with her names on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's part owner for the Royals, so mm-hmm. he at least has to be on some conference calls and answer some questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yes, the weight of the world on his shoulders. Yeah. And, and do you think that's affecting him? I do believe personally it, this year. I do all? believe it's affecting him because even you know last year when he was kind of a new father and stuff, and Brittany was going through that stuff. You know he had a few little stretches because now you have to, yeah, you're you're the man of the house, and you're a franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. and you're the spokesman here. You you know what I mean he can't even own a pit bull puppy at this point. Yeah. You know like <laughs> <laughs> like he's got to be every day. He's got to be a special dude. So so like I said, yeah. So that 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 pressure. Has got us not seeing the MVP type Mahomes, yeah. but I'm not doubting him. Oh I, no, I believe yeah. no. He's got the uh, the Tom Brady mindset. I'll call it. Yes, it's, yes. That's a simple way of saying it, but he's he's a winner. You know. That's what I was gonna say. The cliche. He's a winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't win a Texas Tech, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Big Twelve. That doesn't that's, count. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, that doesn't count at all. But um, so yeah, my I guess my yeah. Once again, my point here is. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is playing to his full potential right now because he's trying to figure out life. He's trying to figure out, you know, a few years ago when you don't have all the responsibilities, it's easy to be down and say, be yourself, be yourself. We're going to get out there. Is that a bad Patrick Mahomes? That's horrible. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I just said I didn't like, know what you were going for there. <laughs> I, I could tell on your face <laughs> that you couldn't tell that I was doing Patrick. <laughs> um, with that bad Patrick Mahomes – Impression. I the shrapnel sound effect just for that. <laughs> with, with that bad Patrick Mahomes impression, we're going to go ahead and go to break, and then we'll come back. We'll talk more Chiefs, but we'll talk about more of the numbers and things that we actually saw and what, what could have been done differently. What could they have done to get the W? Because I don't think the Packers are – they're a better team than they were, but I don't think they're a great team. I don't think they're a team that can compete with the Chiefs, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with losing to them. Not really, but I'm fine. You know, but yes, stay tuned. We'll come back after this break talking about the Chiefs. We are back pocket heads discussing the Chiefs, the Chiefs underwhelming, disappointing game. Chiefs love to give teams hope. Chiefs love to give teams the the satisfaction of hanging with and even beating the Chiefs. Because, like, 
you know, yeah, we're, we went to Lambeau Field last night, but you know they were driving down those little streets celebrating. I've been to, I've been to <laughs> to Lambeau Field. There are little streets. It's like, you know how when you, you know there's a subdivision and then there's a school in the middle of a subdivision? That's how Lambeau Field is. You know, like you're like house, crappy house, little ugly car, stadium. Like that's how Green Bay. All right, so now that Green Bay is catching some shrapnel, let me <laughs> let me let, let, let me pull it back. Said I wasn't gonna give anybody shrapnel today, except for Ty. How them Vikings doing? All right. So let's talk about the numbers. Patrick Mahomes ended the game twenty-one of thirty-three with two hundred ten yards. 6.4 average, one touchdown, one interception. He got sacked three times. And two of those sacks are some of the ugliest sacks you're ever going to see. Or they're almost like, and you know what? This may be sacrilegious. That's my Stephen A. This may be sacrilegious for me to say it, but I'm going to say it. Is that a good Stephen A? Yeah, you think that's pretty good? You yeah. just be loud. Yeah, the anger. Yeah, be yeah. Angry and loud. Angry, loud, and talk like you got a receding hairline. Wow. <laughs> we're we're partnered with oh ESPN Art. Let me not. All right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was two in like less than a minute. What was I talking about? Oh, this is what was going to be sacrilegious. Jordan Love moved better in the pocket than Patrick Mahomes did all day. I think he had a better pocket, too. He had a better pocket. I think that's a big reason why. Well, but but look, but this is why, like I said, I'm not putting it on Patrick. But sometimes he has a pocket, and then he runs into harm's way, and then he has to be Michael Vick, big light-skinned Michael Vick. Like, if he, you know, he's he's not trusting the pocket, but I think they're actually pretty good at pass blocking, and that was one of the things that Orlando Jones, not Orlando Jones, Orlando Brown, was kind of pointing towards, you know, like, I don't know where the dude going to be. I'm going to block for somebody that can be anywhere and not in a specific spot, which is fair. And that's kind of what's happening now. And once again, old man Donovan Smith, he, yeah, he can, he he was, he played with Tom Brady the last five years. What was it, five, four years? Since Brady uh, got to Tampa. Yeah. Since Brady got there. So, like, he knew – Tom Brady was going to be had concrete shoes on. He's going to stay in that pocket, and the most Tom Brady would do is yeah, Tom Brady there. gets the ball out quick. He gets the ball so out Smith quick. Smith doesn't have to do his job for very long. He doesn't have to do his job very long. And with Patrick, he gets the ball out quick, but he snaps the ball in two seconds. He's leaning left. He's drifting back. Right. He's going to the right. And I think that is when he was at his best. He wasn't doing that too much. He was decisive. He was in the pocket. He threw it, or he was in the pocket, and he took off running, mm-hmm. not looking like Jake Plummer and rolling out every every play. I, I believe that is the that is part of the issue because even those first those first two sacks early in the game, they they weren't because they were playing great defense. He kind of ran into those sacks, so he seems uncomfortable. What do you? No, I hundred percent agree. And uh, you know, I mentioned Tom Brady getting the ball out quick, and Mahomes does typically does get the ball out quick. This year, actually, his longest average time to throw, the longest of his career, is this year. This year. And, and I think there's several factors that lead lead to that. One, I think the left and right tackles are have been underwhelming so far, especially given Juwan Taylor and the contract that he signed. I, I think he needs to be much better. He leads the offensive 
offensive lineman in the NFL in penalties. The Chiefs' line, O-line as a whole, leads the league in penalties. But, but you know, Jawan Taylor, he's not the same level, but he's about the same. He's the same situation as Legereus Sneed. Legereus Sneed is going to give you a few bonehead penalties. He's going to give you more penalties than you want. Mm-hmm. But he's a dog. So I'll take the penalties if you block pretty good. Yeah. He's not a great run blocker. But pass blocking, he's pretty nice. So, see, like, Jawan Taylor, once he... So, right now, go about this, this is my issue with the penalties, is the Chiefs used to be able to overcome those. Yes. It's been much harder to do so this year. I mean, l- last night, I know Taylor. Um, boy, I can't think of another specific one. But the penalties were drive killers. Yes, they were. And the Chiefs stalled out several times last night, and... They don't have the weaponry to overcome that. And it's sad to say. Yeah. It's and you know, like another so Patrick Mahomes not comfortable. The receivers are dropping balls. Yeah. And and, 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 yes, and the they, tackles. What do you want to say? The, the receivers is basically we could do a whole other segment on the receivers, yes. but yeah, that, that leads that's definitely a big factor with why he's uncomfortable. And you know, I've said it's the O line and the receivers. I mean that uh, there was one play he he throws deep to MVS right yes and MVS he's running basically just a go route and he drifts right back towards the safety if he goes to the pylon that's a catch possibly a touchdown it's MVS so we don't know if he catches <laughs> that but it would have been an uncontested play is my yes point. yes it, Sky Moore on that route on the interception it's a terrible route not a good throw. Also a terrible route. I don't know if it was a terrible route. I think it was a terrible route. Go back and watch it again. He stutter steps. He turns around to find the ball. Yeah. I don't think he knew what he was doing. He didn't look like he knew what he was doing. Well, see, I thought he knew what he was doing. I think I think it was one of those, you play Madden. You've played Madden yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, You know that route where you do this and then go there? Yeah. That's what I believe that route was. But the thing is. Mahomes just threw it way too early. He threw it. You either, he either threw it. Way too late, or he threw it way too early. You either have to hit that as he's making, like right as he turns. You either have, you either have to hit him there, or you have to hit him where he's catching it like this. But he threw it in the middle of that. That's true, yeah. and that's always going to be a pick. So and the safety <clears throat> was just sitting there, like hey, the thanks. safety was pick, sitting there. And, and you know, to be and I'm not saying Mahomes is a bum. I've thrown that pick playing mad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. I've thrown that pick playing Thanksgiving football, uh-huh. but I'm not half a billion dollar man. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I don't have what's it called visors with hair being sold <laughs> flying off the shelves. You can't get one, Kyle. Did you know that you can't get one? You can't find one. Really, a headband with the little light skin hair, or well, not light skin. You know what I'm saying? Mahomes is with hair. the Mahomes hair. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't find him because he's big time. So that type of play. It was the same. It was last week we played the Eagles. He threw that pick in the end zone. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit off. Like yeah. that's what we're seeing more of. He, he's like, I either got to throw it quick or I got to throw it deep. And he just did the little middle thing. Yeah. And to your point about him being uncomfortable more more so than usual. Yeah, that Sky Moore play. I keep going back to it, but it, it just tells me that he and and the MVS play that I referenced earlier. He and his receivers 
are not on the same page. And I don't know. It's, it's, we've been talking about this since the offseason, really. Yeah. Uh, not about the play on the field, obviously, but people had doubts that this wide receiver room was not good enough. And uh, 13 weeks into the season, every week we've been saying the same thing. Oh, we had a couple where we were tricked into believing we were yeah. back. Yeah, against the Bears. <laughs> Even the Raiders a little bit. The Raiders, yeah, because yeah, Rasheed Rice had 100 yards. And and speaking of Rasheed Rice, so Mahomes uncomfortable. What's making him uncomfortable? You mentioned the offensive line, the tackles, be doing some weird stuff. But Mahomes be – some of that is his fault. Also, the receivers dropping balls like they're hot potatoes. And – Andy Reid's play calling. I, I, like, I've been saying this for a while. Andy Reid is still playing call, calling plays as if he has a 28-year-old Travis Kelsey. 25. <laughs> well, he was good in 28 when he was 28. Yeah, yeah. A 28-year-old Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, um, a still we thought he was going to be pretty good, Cole Hardman. Like, He's he's he hasn't adjusted the playbook to younger guys, different talents, different different skills. Like they're always throwing Rasheed Rice the ball when he's running sideways or behind the line yeah, of scrimmage. Yeah, last night uh, average depth of target was one yard for Rasheed Rice, so they were just throwing it to him at at the line of scrimmage. And I don't think that's the play. I don't think that's what they should be doing. Like Rasheed Rice was known for high pointing balls and getting them. Yeah, but they're. Like, they're not doing it. Even even um, the grill, surgery on his leg, fast dude. Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. I want to see him in some routes. Yeah. I want to see him down the field. Yeah, last night we saw him in the backfield take a – did he take the snap or did Pacheco took the snap oh. and handed it off to Tony? And it worked. But and then Tony turned around. And, like, went and got, like, four or five yards or something, I, I believe. See, it worked, but I don't think the Chiefs need to be doing no, that. No, just hand that ball to Pacheco and he'll do it. Yes, but you have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Why take take the ball out of his hands? It, but I agree. Kadarius Tony, throw him out there. Because week one, yeah, he dropped those passes, but he was getting open in he the intermediate open. and deep parts of the field. He was open. Yes, yes. And even Sky Moore, I don't like how they're using Sky Moore. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think they know. Ah. He's he's not. He doesn't seem like he's a dog. He doesn't have a role really, and they can't really figure out how to put him in a role. Because I feel like they've had him outside, inside doing the slot receiver. Because that's what he is. That's what he should be—a slot receiver. Should be a slot receiver. Should be working short to intermediate. But he doesn't have the Wes Welker hips or feet. No, clearly doesn't. Or the IQ. I would the say IQ. he doesn't have the toughness of Steve Smith. Yeah, this is his second year, and he still cannot get on the same page with his quarterback. Yeah, yes, it's and Rasheed Rice is his rookie year. I think we would all like to see a little bit more from Rice. I think that's up to play calling, but Rasheed Rice is this his first first campaign in the NFL, and he's far and away more comfortable with the quarterback and the offense and the parts around him than Sky Moore. Has or maybe ever will be. Yeah. Well, but, like, if you had Rasheed Rice, Kadarius Tony, and Justin Watson running a major, majority of the yeah, routes, yeah. and you sprinkle NVS in there, and we have another guy. It was Justin Ross. 
Richie James. Richie James. There it is. <laughs> I forgot about him, too. And, and you know what? It's funny that, that we bring – because, like, when he was returning the balls yesterday, I'm like, just unremarkable. It's just ungreat. Yeah. Like, they got a lot of depth pieces. Got a lot of depth pieces. But they – the Chiefs are still fourth in the AFC. They're not out of the playoffs. We're going to win the division. But – it, it's, it's frustrating, and like I said, I'm not trying to nitpick. I'm just trying to point out what the issues are. And I think there's more than just one issue, more than two issues, because it's not just that we miss Tyreek Hill, even though that he would be fabulous to have right now. But, um, all right, enough about the offense. Defense, a lot of injuries. Which, which injury are you most concerned with? Donovan Smith, Drew Tranquil, um... Nick Bolton's still out. Drew Tranquil. Drew Tranquil. Because without Drew Tranquil, I, I think we see how much Nick Bolton is missed. And without Drew Tranquil, who I think has been one of your defensive MVPs this year. For sure. We saw the Packers, Jordan Love, they were able to move the ball. And they ran the ball. A.J. Dillon ran the ball all he, over the he Chiefs. He ran the ball. And that's, that's not good. A.J. Dillon did that is a with, subpar running back. But he even did that with um, – Tranquil in the game early oh, on. I mean, for yeah, that first drive, hundred percent. Yes. When did he get hurt? Second it, drive. Third? It was. It was very early. It was uh, early. I, I think it was remember. first quarter. Let me see in this play-by-play if it has it. But my point being, with without Tranquil, Jack Cochran uh, is a guy I remember. Uh, Collinsworth on the broadcast, he mentioned he had only played. 30-something snaps, and most of those were special teams. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, that was a huge factor in last night's game because I think Tranquil, he can do so many things well. And he's a he's a big man. He's a big, strong, mean dude. Oh, Tranquil. Tranquil. Yeah, yeah. He can. I mean, he's on the smaller side for linebackers, but he's a, he's he's got a tree stump. Yeah, you know? he's a tree stump. Yeah. And, you know, so losing Nick Bolton to Tranquil – we didn't feel like we missed. They missed a beat, but then you lose Tranquil, yeah. and then you put in yeah. And I felt like the Packers were able to just move the ball over the middle of the field quite well, easily. Yeah, and that's the guy that. That's the guy that calls <laughs> the plays. <laughs> that's the guy that calls the defensive plays. So if Cochran doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing, he can't tell everybody else where yeah. to line up. I mean, so, I think he did all right. It, but I, but Tranquil is a game changer. Like, yes, and, and even Nick Bolton, he he makes too many tackles past the first down yeah, line. Yeah, <laughs> but he's he's fast enough to get there. Yeah. You're not going to beat him too yeah. often. Bolton can he can run downhill. You know. Yeah, he's a run game stuffer. That's what he does best. And Tranquil, I think, is good at that. But he's best using his speed to, you know, cover the running back out of the backfield or and tight he end eats over blocks. the middle. Yeah, he eats blocks. And and like. If the offense didn't play so abysmal, the defense wouldn't have given up 27 points. Yeah, I agree. But, like, I'm I'm still going to hold out hope that the Chiefs are going to get it figured out because they usually do. And because, like, yeah, we can't – what if for the next five years this is our life? Defense bailing out our offense. And I would – I think most Chiefs fans would be irate. Because, yes. like, Brett Veach, you still haven't drafted a first-round wide receiver? Yes. You know, you haven't swung big in free agency for a big-ticket weapon? Kelsey's going to be gone. 
Cody's you know, going to be gone. In the next five years. We have Noah Gray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the excitement in your voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I like Noah Gray. He's a solid tight end, too. Yeah, but you don't, you don't think he's the next Kelsey? He's Robin. He's not Batman. He's Robin. Fair enough. Competent bum. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> I had to yeah. bring it back. What a disappointing game. Eight and four. I was projecting this season the Chiefs go seventeen and zero. <laughs> that's how I. That's on paper. On paper, if you would have simulated this season on Madden, they would have went sixteen and one or something, or fifteen and two because they rested players at the end of the season. But we're still in a good place in our division, and yeah. Next segment, you want to talk about some other games in the league or next week or and the Bills. I'm not I'm not worried about the Bills, but they're they're a team that can definitely beat the Chiefs how they are right now. So yes, but um we'll come back. We can probably do some id poop. We can talk about some other games and um but yeah, we're out of here. We'll be back. You are listening to ESPN Kansas City. You are in the pocket. You are listening to 94.5 FM, 1510 AM. And once again, you are in the pocket. This is the last segment of the best Chiefs coverage you're going to hear. You hear, I was trying to, I had a few different words that I was going to put out there. But best Chiefs coverage at 4 o'clock on Monday. Uh, Okay, well that, okay. It's a good show. Check it out. But, um, yes. So you said, what did you want to, you said you had, um, I'm passing the baton to you. Oh, me? Yep. This final segment mine? The final segment oh, yours. Hi. You're leading the segment here. All right. I want to talk about, I want to ask you how you feel about the Chiefs being the four seed right now. And what's it, what's it going to take for them to get the one seed back? Um, so how I feel about it is, I feel dusty about it. It feels, it feels, <laughs> it feels real dusty. So currently, the number one seed, the Miami Dolphins, two, Baltimore, three, Jacksonville Jaguars. And we beat the Dolphins. And the Jags. Don't and play the, the Ravens. Don't play the Ravens. The Steelers. What, the, the Steelers, Steelers are, are one spot behind us. Yeah. yeah. Didn't I say the Steelers? They just got beat this week. <laughs> they did. They lost to the 1-10 Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. I blame George Pickens. That's who I blame. We got to have a scapegoat. But um, the Chiefs have to essentially win out. They have to win out. They can probably, like, one more loss is 12-5. and five, And that would be the worst in the Chiefs and Mahomes. Mahomes yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the most? I think we lost five. Mm. It's so hard to pull up that type of history nowadays. So I'm a... I'm I'm a, I'm a look, but um, yeah, the Chiefs have to win out, and I don't think it's impossible. You got a schedule. You got the yeah, schedule. Yeah. All right, next week Buffalo. It's a week after that, New England. Oh, week yeah. after that, Vegas. Then you got the Bengals. Then you got the Chargers. It's a lot of get better medicine on that. Schedule. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's a lot of get better medicine. But going into the season, the Chiefs probably would have been favored to win all the games. Yeah. So I I don't have any reason to believe that they won't be favored the rest of the season. But, man, the Chiefs, every couple games, they give us a stinker, though. Yeah. 
So I believe the Chiefs can win out. Will they do it? I don't know. And it's a lot easier to to win the Super Bowl with that bye. But I think if anybody can do it from a from a fourth seed, I think the Chiefs can do it. But that means things have to be really bad the next few weeks. So yes, I believe the Chiefs are going to be get the first spot. I don't think the Ravens are consistent enough on offense. Yeah, the Ravens have a tough schedule upcoming too. They I thought got, they had an easy schedule. Coming no, up. they got uh, Miami. They got to play uh, the Niners. They got to play. Mm. Uh, so we'll see if if they can prove it and if Lamar Jackson can stay healthy at the end of the of the regular season. Well, he hasn't been running. And yeah. He hasn't been running and that's I think but that's why the offense stalls sometimes because yeah, he doesn't have just an accurate arm to be standing in the pocket. Matter of fact, Patrick, do a little bit what what Lamar is doing right now. Just stand in the pocket. He can run, he can take off, but he's yeah, sometimes it looks ugly, but yeah. So right now, basically, next week, this is this is a big game. And I know the Bills are currently in the 10 spot in the NFL, in the AFC playoff picture right now. Yes. Number 10. But what's that mean? They're going to be desperate, right? They're going to be desperate. And they love playing the Chiefs. And they've built their team a lot of <laughs> around beating the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. And so they're going to – they're coming to Arrowhead, I believe. Yes. This is a big game for a couple of reasons. One, if you lose this game, you're not you're not getting the one seed, I don't think. I don't think you're going to be able to catch Miami, who also has some get-better medicine on their schedule uh, at the end of the year. And you may not catch Baltimore. But if you win, you're knocking the Bills out. They're going to be 6-7 and seven if they lose to the Chiefs. Yeah. They're going to be out of the playoffs, and they're going to go back to the drawing board in the offseason. I can see Diggs being gone. I can see their head coach getting fired. If they don't win a Super Bowl, Diggs is gone. They can win a Super Bowl, and Diggs is still gone. Yeah. That, I, I've... I said it, uh, not, not this uh, last week. I, I think this is Diggs last year in, in Buffalo. Yeah, I think he tries to get out. Yeah, he may be one of those guys that just can't be somewhere that long because yeah. it seems like he'll weigh on you. Yeah, <laughs> his personality. Yeah, the Vikings they shipped him off, mm-hmm. and now he's got his brother, you know, talking bleep on social media. Yeah, saying yeah. free Stefan. Or free whatever his number is, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, I could see him not being there next year. And, wow, their best chance to win a Super Bowl was that 13-second game. Yeah, absolutely. And we're far from that, aren't we? Mm-hmm. A couple Could, years now. Yeah. Well, I mean, far from that, like, we had the Chiefs had the ball yesterday with six minutes left down two, and I was like, ugh. Yeah. Right, that the the confidence is not there. It's not there, and yeah. it used to be. Oh man, we're gonna score too early. We're gonna you know? score too. Yeah, we're gonna oh. leave too much time. I don't. I don't want to see our defense on the field with three minutes left. Yes, it used to be. No matter what, Mahomes doesn't lose these games. Yeah, and, and like I said, yeah, I believe he's gonna be back there. I'm glad Philly lost. Yeah, I'm definitely glad Philly lost. You're Philly's biggest hater, <laughs> and I don't even why. What? Because they were talking a lot of stuff after yeah. that Super Bowl, man. And they beat us. And their coach paraded around our stadium. And he was. What did he say? I don't hear nothing. I don't hear bleep anymore, Chiefs fans. Yeah. See, that's annoying. That's why I'm mad at the Chiefs because mm-hmm. we, as fans, we like to be able to poke our chest out and say our team is better than yours. Yeah. But when they do things like this. <laughs> 
that makes it that makes it hard to do. But yeah, I believe the Chiefs can get back into the first spot. But that's that's just going on history. If we were just looking at this team, like if we can get third or fourth, then I'd be happy about it, you know. But yeah, yeah they should be fine. Fine as in two, three, four seed. No, I think. Yeah, no. Uh, what is it? Four more games left. Five. Five. Five more games left. I like. There's nothing. They started the season after they lost that game. They won five in a row. So, yeah, two five five in a row winning streaks this season. And even and yeah, I believe we're gonna get the first seed. I'll bet a dollar. A dollar. I right. bet a dollar. I'll bet a dollar too, because I think I think they can definitely do it. Uh, I just I still have my is- my issues with this team. You yeah. Know, my confidence in this offense. Every week, I, I, I think it gets lower. You know, I, I, I just don't see it. Rasheed Rice, you know, he's getting targeted a lot. In silly places, though. But it's just – and he's, he's an explosive athlete, and he can accelerate like nobody else on this team. <laughs> they're using him like he's Snoop Menace. Yeah. Like That's how they're like – I, 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 I don't understand it. I, like he, what's that guy's name? He used to play for Snoop Dogg. He was our running back for a little bit. Remember for a while the Chiefs were just driving little gadget dudes after Dante Hall. Mm. Oh, and Dexter McCluster? Dexter Mc- No, it was like run uh Wow, what was his name? You know, like he, he went to Oregon. He played for Oregon. Oh, uh, DeAnthony Thomas. DeAnthony Thomas. So like after Dante Hall, who how many guys? It was McCluster. It was something Arenas or something like that. Javier Arenas. Javier he was Arenas. A corner. Okay, so forget that. But uh, <laughs> there was a couple, like, ever since Dante Hall, they've been drafting little guys and use them real gadgety. And I do not believe that Rasheed Rice is that. I don't think Kadarius Tony is that. Well, that's what they use Tony as. He didn't get a single target, just a rush. Just a rush. And if if you were playing Madden, would you do that? No. Would you not throw the ball to Kadarius Tony across the middle, slant, a quick out? Yeah. Let him make a guy miss. Yeah, I seems. Mean, yeah, see. right now the the Chiefs they're they're pretty good at the line of scrimmage, and Pacheco went over 100 yards yesterday. Yes. So the offensive line is blocking fantastic. Yes, but right now they're just throwing wide receiver bubble screens and gadget reverses and handoffs handoffs to their gadget wide receivers. And it's very frustrating. And right now, yeah, the deep threats cannot be trusted. Well, we only have one deep threat. Yeah. And he's buns. <laughs> <laughs> he is buns. He is buns. Well, that <laughs> the um, our our deep threat receivers are buns. That is the quote of the day. But um, we'll be out. Of, we're out of here. We'll talk to you next week after the Chiefs beat the Bills. Ideally, we're out of here. <laughs>